Hello, and we are back for another podcast this week. Uh, sadly, as probably some of the viewers and listeners may know, that we uh, missed the podcast last week for some unforeseen circumstances. But we're now back on air for another weekly, weekly thing. Every Thursday um, that we will be on iTunes. And anyway, we're going to get down to the podcast this week because there's a lot of um, gaming news and film news this week. So we're going to start off with, for the first time, it's going to be Mark. How you doing, Mark? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm, uh, you know, just chilling, playing some uh, Battlefield Bad Company 2 recently. It's really good. Good, good. Mm-hmm. It's a enjoyable game. Paul would know about that as well. Yes, so, I would. <laughs> I am. I am poning them noobs, noobs, mm. as them kids mm. would say in the ghetto land of gaming. Um, yeah. So, um, Mark, what news has intrigued you this week? What has made you go vroom? You know. <laughs> a nice reference. I like that. <laughs> nice uh, basically, um, I wanted to uh, talk about the whole release of uh, Need for Speed. Uh, well, the beta. Yep. Um, basically, uh, I'm I'm a fan of Need for Speed games. Well, the originals. Uh, and I was just uh, was just looking at the beta, and um, basically the first thing that sprung that sprung to mind was, um, is it going to be a disappointment like uh, Pro Street was? Yeah, that that game was terrible. Shocking. Uh, I just played the demo, and I was like, yeah, that's enough. Don't need to yeah, see you. The demo again. was pretty intense. Like, I don't know, I, maybe not for me. As soon as you start to fishtail, I just remember flipping all across that desert level. But <laughs> I guess that was just me. See, I think, I think the only good Need for Speed game, I think that's called a next-gen console, has been Most Wanted. Mm. Um, yeah, that was Wait. a fun one. That was a fun yeah. one. Well, I, I didn't own that one either. I think I just played the demo. Like, I haven't really been as into Need for Speed since, like, Hot Pursuit 2. Oh uh, yeah, on the PC. Yeah, that's uh, when I had, I couldn't remember the name. It's the first one or the yeah. second one. I also had number two for the PS1. I didn't know what I was doing <laughs> back then, but it was still amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Mark, you know, what? what's the details of, like about the beta? What, what's going on with the beta? Then what's this new Need for Speed title? You know, like, uh, we've heard it's like going to be like a MMO. Well, uh, basically, the uh, the beta was released this week. Is that right? Yeah, it's gonna. I think. It's I think it was on shit. Tuesday, wasn't it? Yeah, the beta. You can apply for the beta now. Yes, yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah. You're like you're the the people that get onto the beta now will be like coming in different stages, so everyone will get like a. I guess I think it's who applies for it, isn't it? Yeah. So is it pretty much assured that someone's gonna get in then? Let everyone get in, even though they're taking people at different stages. Um. No, it's not everyone will get in. It's mainly, you know, like websites like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's down to what specs your computer runs. They want lots of majority of different computers testing the game because they want to see what the, you know, the lowest right. computer can handle it and what's the highest computer that can handle it. You know what I mean? So they can see what they can release it at. Mm-hmm. That's basically the testing, the testing the specs. You know, it's a bit of a weird beta test, I think. But. I think that's what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, they're just like stress testing it. I get, I got it. That's cool. What, what about you, um, uh, George? What do you think about Need for Speed? Do you, do you quite the same as us, or George? And George has disappeared. Okay. Oh well, we don't want yeah. to talk to George. We're gonna yeah. move on yeah. now. Hello. Yeah, he's <laughs> oh, oh okay. Back. Oh, he's good. A, he, he was yeah. secretly just having a bit of a quick drive around, weren't you, George? 
<laughs> I'm Say not a huge somewhere. fan. You're I a huge used fan. to be, but um, I really, I kind of think the game sort of got worse. Yep. Yep. They sort good. of. I mean, I always liked the sort of underground aspect aspect to it, and now yeah. it seems too professional and stuff. See, yeah, think, yeah, yeah. I think me and Paul, um, Paul, me and Christian brought this up at one point um, about there. Racing in illegal races is more fun. It is anything, fun. Anything yeah, for sure. <laughs> anything that's illegal is more fun. So, yep. Just uh, like meth. Yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christian, don't tell the world about your meth habits. <laughs> <laughs> so, before we get sued for uh, drug references in the podcast, mm. we're going to move on swiftly. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I just, uh, can I just bring up two discussion points? Yeah, yeah, Ooh. sure. Ooh, okay, probably... firstly, um, you might have read that it's a PC beta. Ooh, PC. Uh, Who has do that? You, do you think that releasing it on just PC is a good idea, or do you think it should be released on... Um, I, I mean, I'm not saying PC isn't popular, because uh, PC games are quite popular, but would it be a better idea to release it on more than just one uh, platform? So, for example, definitely. Xbox. Definitely. Because when I well, first uh, heard about it, I thought it was... Just from the title, I thought it was going to be for the 360, and sort of like you know with uh, APB, uh, all, bu- all point uh, bulletin, I think it stands for all points bullet. That's a beta that's going to be on the 360 and the PC as well. Yeah. And I think that'll be. I'm not 100 sure on that game, but I think it'll use a Windows Live gaming and be cross reference between them. Mm-hmm. And that I think that'll be. I, I'm not not cross reference. I mean, you know how the PC players could play against the 360 players like they do with Shadowrun. Yeah. Yeah. Like I thought, I think it'll be something like that. So I don't know why they would have it only as a PC. And I think racing games would just be better on the console in general. But what I, what I'm thinking myself, yeah, if you, I don't know if you notice that this game is not like an any Need for Speed game. It's like an RPG, I guess you could say. It's an MMO. So it's gonna be like, it's gonna be bigger. I don't think PC um, consoles can handle like what 25 cars in one race, can they? Well, well, Blur's got 20. I guess, but then again, Blur's running on a different engine that's not like, I guess you can say, sure. graphically enhanced like Need for Speed, I guess. That's you know, true. Need, for, Need for Speed, the new titles anyway, have all been having all these fancy library of new cars and stuff, which is sort of taking away the fun aspect and just making it like Forza, I guess, isn't it? So, it, it, is, it is quite a debatable thing. I think... Yeah, I do agree with you, Mark, that I think, well, I think it should be on a console as well. Yeah. But for the PC at the moment, to beta test it is fine, because then, you know, they beta test for consoles is easier, I guess you could say. Because it's just a console, it's one copy, isn't it? It's not like multiple specs, it's yeah. all one spec. <laughs> so I think PCs, they're, they're doing it for a reason, and I think they know what they're doing, but it'd be cool if it was a cross-platform. But if they're going to do cross-platform, it's going to have to be for the PS3 and Xbox. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So they've got to try and work that out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, uh, also that comes with that is obviously the expectation whether it's going to be a good Need for Speed title, like uh, Underground and Most Wanted. Carbon was kind of average, and then the rest weren't very good. Um, is it going to be rating where- whereabouts on the scale of Need for Speed? Is, is this going to fall? And also with the uh, release of Gran Turismo 5 coming up, is the uh, professional racing aspect of Gran Turismo 5 going to overcome Need for Speed World, or with the illegal street racing of Need for Speed World overcome Gran Turismo? See, um, I think the thing with Gran Turismo, um, I think because, you know, 
I don't know if you knew this before, but Gran Turismo 5 originally was a prologue. Yeah. GT5 mm -hmm. prologue. So now, you know, or is it after about two years, is it? Two or three years since they released prologue? 2008, wasn't it? So it's been two years. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, look at, look, we've seen screenshots of GT5 anyway, and it looks stunning. <laughs> I, you yeah. Know, you know, the graphics of the cars, and it, it looks like, it's, it is, it's the PlayStation's version of Forza, or it's like Forza's, the, you know, the Xbox version of GT. They're both, they're both driving simulators, like, you know, professional sort of style, and Need for Speed hasn't got that, I don't think. It doesn't have that feeling. You can play mm -hmm. GT5 and you know you're playing a serious game, you play Need for Speed, it's still got that old feel to it, but it hasn't got the old gameplay elements to it, you know, it's different now. Yeah. But I think GT5, I would... See, I think Need for Speed as a franchise is sort of, you know, going. You know, I think they're running out of ideas now. You know, they, they, they're they sort of, I guess they're running out, you know, like Most Wanted was a really good title. Carbon was another okay-ish title, it was still the similar thing. Ah, I, I even forgot about, I forgot about Carbon. Carbon, oh, man. It's, it's, it was like, you know, similar to Most Wanted. It was like the last decent, I guess, Need for Speed. Yeah, that was definitely the last decent one. Definitely, yeah. It, and then they started making pro, and then you put pro racing. There's so many pro racing games out there, isn't it? Like GT5, mm -hmm. you've got mm -hmm. Forza, you got Formula One racing. You know, Project Gotham. Project Gotham. It's that, and also that. Uh, speaking about the MMO aspect, they announced uh, Test Drive Unlimited 2. See, there and you that's go. yeah. See that too. There was a lot of competition on the um, the more professional racing rather yeah. than the uh, illegal street racing. Yeah. See, like you mm -hmm. know, like Blur. You know, we you know that we've been playing the beta and stuff, and we sort of when we was talking about it, we didn't think it's going to be that good. But Blur is such a like we can all say it's Mario Kart with serious cars, you know, professional yeah. cars. Yeah. And that makes it fun because it's not serious because you're like, oh no, I lost this race, I'm going to lose points in my cars, and you know my cars dented and stuff. It's more fun. Mm. It's more, more. It's more focus on having fun and instead of being all serious and you know stuff like this. You know the. I def yeah, it's, it's quite hard to say, but I do think GT5 at the moment is definitely going to come out on top. And uh, also with the uh, with the idea of uh, the, the illegal street racing, it, it, I think it's quite unique in its way. Um, yeah, definitely. There's, there's not really any other illegal street racing games that, that springs yeah. to mind that are major mainstream. So an example just springs to mind, um, FIFA Street. Um, obviously, I, I don't think it was very big in America, seeing as uh, it's not <laughs> no, the way it definitely, it definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's a. I mean, it was it was a great uh, follow up from a uh, FIFA a few years back, and um, because it was so unique and it provided that that different aspect of the street football and the, the skill element behind football rather than the technique mm -hmm. and play. It, um, and for for you American listeners, by football he means soccer. Soccer. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Soccer. <laughs> You're on ESPN so watching soccer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just feel that that brought a whole new audience, and it was so new and uh, innovative. It's just it just kind of yeah. it yeah. it was something different, wasn't it? Yeah, of it course. Fresh, yeah. and you know, like the Need for Speed. You know, when you're getting chased by cops and stuff, it's fun. You know, even if it's a draining out, you're draining out the same aspect or element. You know, it's still fun because you're yeah. getting chased by cops. You know, you've got twelve cops on your ass. You're like you you're thinking, yeah, I'm bloody cool. I've got Ferrari and crap like that going down the motorway and smashing up cars and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's fun, you know, Need for Speed was fun, but 
it's quite hard to say if this new one will be groundbreaking, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, I guess we're going to have to wait for some more details, and I guess if we, you know, we will probably be participate, yeah, participating on the beta, so we, we will have some thoughts off, I guess, can't we? So at the moment, I think the game, if I was going to buy a racing game that's coming out soon, it will probably be Blur. Just for the fun, you know. Yeah. Well, actually, I want I I'm really liking Blur a lot. I also still want the uh, Sonic Sega All Star Racing, which is really fun. I don't know if you downloaded that demo, but you should, because that is that is Mario Kart with uh, Sonic characters, pretty much Sonic yeah. and Sega characters, and that's so fun. One of the most fun racing games I've played in a long time. Not actually. only that, but if you have the Xbox demo, you get Banjo Kazooie too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And that car is faster than Sonic's, which doesn't make any sense. Mm. But that's oh. okay. Just just goes to show that uh, Banjo is a bit quicker in a car. I guess you can say. Mm. Yes. So, we're going to um, move on from the gaming world for a bit now. We're going to go briefly to Jack Hatcher. How you doing, Jack? Hey, guys. I'm alright. Good. How, you, you, sound, you, sound a bit, you sound a bit down. You're not, you're not enjoying the... Blood no, blood. no. Just tired. <laughs> just tired. <laughs> Uh, you're, you're thinking too much of the how bad Need for Speed could be, aren't you? <laughs> um, you could say that. More, more based <laughs> on what we're going to talk about. You know, you know what, you know what. One thing I would like to talk about as well, just before we move into the movie section, that we're going to um, talk about one game that was actually just slipped our mind, and it's a game that we played at Eurogamer 2009. As the Americans will not know, that Eurogamer is basically the E3 of Europe, and it's in London, and it smells of French people. And um, <laughs> basically, um, split second, I'm sure you heard it, it's a game from Disney. <gasps> yeah. Disney. Oh, the guys who made Pure, they made Pure. Yep. And mm-hmm. but Trust me, okay, when you think of split second, what's the first game that comes to mind that you can compare it to? Need for Speed. Yeah, Burnout. that's a Need for Speed. Burnout, burnout too. Yeah. Burnout, burnout as well, burnout. yeah. Yeah, Burnout is the one I was looking for, because in Burnout, it's not destructible environments, but it's destructible cars. In this one, it's both. <laughs> so you get to, <laughs> you know, double the smash up and ground, you know, it's changed, you know, the race has changed, depends what power-ups you get. So mm-hmm. you're playing yeah, yeah. midway through, and I think, you know, as Mark was bringing up anyway, that I think, uh, I think Split Second is actually a title a racing title this year is going to stand out differently and unique, and it's bringing back that. I guess it's the entertainment factor. You know, it makes you either go online, you just want to have fun. You know, you you know, you want to knock some guy out with a red shell like Mario Kart. That's why it's fun, isn't mm-hmm. it? It's, it's not serious. You know, if we went to serious, we watch Formula One on TV. You know, it's not like you know. Or I play Gran Turismo and get stuck at the license test and not yeah. be able to beat the rest of it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what you guys like you? I guess you guys think Split Second would be pretty good as well. Yeah, well, uh, when I played Pure, I was really I I bought that actually a lot later when it was like ten dollars, and it was a really good ATV uh, quad racing game. And then I was waiting for a, I guess they were working on Pure Two, but they stopped production on that to work on Split Second, and just yeah. because it's still oh, Christian seems to disappear there. I guess he's um, <laughs> gone to get some Twinkies. <laughs> well, um, while while we're waiting for Christian, can I, let me ask a question. Uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel that there may be like maybe four to five major racing titles that are coming out. Um, what do you think is going to be the best? Is it going to be Split Second? Is it going to be Blur, Gran Turismo Ooh. Five, or um, Need for Speed World? 
It's even, but you look at them now, guys. Yeah, you see they all look different now, don't they? Yeah. They all yeah. come up in a different category of racing. Need for Speed, massive multiplayer online game. You got GT, you know, fully licensed cars, amazing graphics. You got Blur, which is like a Mario for the Xbox. Oh, and there's also Dirt Free coming out. Dirt Free. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a very racing game this year. Are they doing the right marketing? Do they know what they're doing? Yeah, this <laughs> is the thing. I mean, I mean, they've all got different aspects to it though. Dirt Free is um, rally racing. Yeah. You got Need for Speed is illegal racing. You got Gran Turismo, which is a uh, professional racing, um, legal in other words. Um, <laughs> you got Blur, which is just literally like um, Mario Kart, like you said, Mario Kart meets meets Need for Speed. Yeah. And um, you've also got uh, Split Second, which is like Burnout. So which one's gonna which one's gonna be the most popular is is the question. I think. Myself, guys, I'm going with Split Second, to be honest. I, I, I totally forgot about that game. That game just flew by me. I love that game. That game was fun. <laughs> yeah, I love the destructible environments. George, what are you thinking? I probably won't play any of them. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to stand out from the crowd, don't you? The first podcast showing it up already. You know, go away. I don't go like away. driving games. You just... You, you, oh, you, you suck. <laughs> 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 So, um, what about you, Jack? Are you looking into the racing games? What are you thinking? GT? Never liked racing games, so... Yeah! Probably not. I'm probably not going to go for any of them. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You, 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 love, you love discussions. Love you guys. Love <laughs> <laughs> you, too. Mark, what about you? I'll, well, yeah, I'll have to do this by, like, process of elimination. Uh, <laughs> basically. Um, I suppose Dirt Free would be a... Be rally racing, so um, I Aww. think I'd, I think I'd drop that straight out. I don't think rally racing is my, my main interest. Game yeah. over. Uh, game over, indeed. Uh, Gran Turismo Five. I like the aspect of the. Uh, I always like the aspect of the building cars in that. It was also it was really good. But um, Need for yeah. Speed has that, and Need for Speed also has the illegal racing aspect with it. So I think Need for Speed comes over Gran Turismo. So Gran Turismo's dropped out. Yep. Um, so it's between Blur. Need for Speed and Split Second. Uh, the Blur Bait is good. I enjoyed it. Um, Need for Speed is quite unreliable, and Split Second is kind of a, a new aspect. And I always like the Burnout games, so um, I may be looking towards the Split Second. I think. Yep. That's that's two for Split Second so far. Paul, yeah. what about you? Me, uh, not to say I'm not a big fan of racing games, but I um, I try to keep opinion. up with them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with Blur, just because uh, it's more like fun, and somebody like me can actually roll with it. Yeah. Pardon the pun. Or uh, Dirt Three, because I love like all the rally racing games. But I think without a doubt that um, Gran Turismo is just gonna sell it, outsell everything, and because when it comes to like realism, that's what the people go to, yeah. and it's really big in like Asia and Japan. And not even counting like Europe or America, so I think without a doubt they're gonna win. Cool, that sounds pretty good. So we're gonna go back to Jack after this lovely racing front, and I've just mm-hmm. come last place. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to something different now. We're gonna move on to the films. So Jack, what's been popping up into your film life at the moment? Well, um, I am a fan of the cartoon series Avatar: The Last Airbender. And M. Night Shyamalan is directing a film that's coming out this June. And some pre-release reviews came out for it. And they have destroyed it. 
they have <laughs> absolutely trashed it. So I'm not happy. Um, there was just some points I wanted to point out on it. Um, and I'm actually going to contradict myself in the post. Because a lot of them have said it's incomprehensible. But I think you would have to be a fan and know something about it to go and see it anyway. So I wouldn't put too much stock in it. And anyone who's reading it, again, I wouldn't... i take it with a pinch of salt because it's early views, you know. There's a lot that can be changed to it, that sort of thing. Um, also, they've said stuff like... There's nothing to distinguish it from Percy Jackson and Harry Potter, which really annoys me because the only reason they're saying that is because it's about a boy who finds his powers and kind of grows to be a hero type thing. Go to your local library. That is 75% of the fiction books you're going to find. <laughs> stop complaining about it. Jesus Christ, stop What's complaining. What's a library? What's a library? I don't know. It's one of the places. It's what is, is it a place where there's lots of dust and random old books with, um... What's a book? What's, What's a, a book? book? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, you mean what my Kindle reads? Yeah, right. <laughs> E-reader? <laughs> but, you know, yeah. apart from that, look, it's, I'm, I'm still looking forward to this film. Um, it's gonna have Dev Patel in it, as Prince Zuko. He's, he's pretty, um, at the moment, you know, his career's not big, you know, in the UK, I don't know if you got, have you guys heard of Dev Patel? Patel, have you heard, seen uh, Slumdog Millionaire? He's not Chinese though, that would look weird. Well, <laughs> if you have a look, he's up on it, he, he, he fits the bill quite well, I think. I think he looks pretty good for it, but... Oh, fair enough. I'm, I'm just gonna explain to the American viewers out there who haven't seen Slumdog Millionaire, basically Dev Patel is like the new sort of UK big actor, I guess you can say. He uh, started off on a TV series called Skins, which is basically about sex, drugs and rock and roll. And um, from there oh. he sort of okay. um, built up. It's ba yeah, it's basically about like ch uh, teenagers in Britain. Like It's like a drama, yeah? Um, <coughs> and he's now, he was in Slumdog Millionaire. He wasn't big, really, was he? So, and now he's become big because well, he's obviously now in the Hollywood he was uh, he was recognised in Skins, obviously as a as a leading role. Because uh, with Skins, yeah. what happens is um, there's a, a core group of people, and um, each week they take uh, one of the characters from the core group of people and um, do a storyline based around them. Um, so obviously, I had a whole episode devoted to him, in theory, um, and uh, obviously, uh, I mean, Slumdog Millionaire is a British-based film. Um, and yeah. it's 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 made it big, like internationally, uh, really well. Um, I mean, he's gone quite since, but I've heard that he's been he's been put up to do quite a few decent roles. Well, yeah, like you know, Avatar. You know, you know, Avatar, the um, the cartoon series is being turned into a film. It's not like a a major thing unless you know about. It. Like Jack said, you have got to sort of be a fan anyway to know about this sort of film. It's like, but if you went to go see Lord of the Rings, you I guess you could say you got to read the book before you see the film. Yeah. Not not necessarily because well at least over here during the Super Bowl they played the trailer for Avatar which got everybody excited because it's a Super Bowl and ninety eight percent of the country over here in America are watching and half the people watch just to see the commercials. And then I then I guess then okay I think over here it's not marketed big you know mm. Avatar people like us would know like our age group and that would know that about Avatar because we watched it back in you know when we we're younger so. Going to see the film will be sort of be like, oh yeah, I'll go see that film. It's sort of like going to see Alice in Wonderland. You still see it because it's Alice in Wonderland. You remember growing up watching Alice in Wonderland as a, you know, yeah. it's that it's, it's like that, isn't it? 
you, if you know the series or know the franchise, you want to go see it. You know, it's like that. Star, I guess like Star Trek as well. I guess you could say. So, um, just quickly on that note, um, it it said that um, some of the acting was terrible um, by quite a few people. Um, but ignore, I'd say ignore that. Um, as Dan said, it's not hugely marketed over here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know what it's like in America. Christian, what's it like in America? Like marketed? Uh, Avatar. Yeah. Um, well, we have well, billboards. Not, not Avatar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Not James Cameron's Avatar. I'm sorry, to be yeah, more specific. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, we have. We, I've seen a few billboards. I see the commercial all the time. It's always on IGN.com because it, it was a huge Nickelodeon hit over here, and all the kids liked it. And I've been yeah. following this movie for a while, even when they got the the guy from Slumdog Millionaire on there. But I didn't know who the other two act, young actors and actor were for um the for Aang's the friends that follow him around. I, I forget. I forget. They're, the they're completely new. They're yeah, yeah. I've never heard them. Aren't, yeah. they white, aren't they white too? Um, Nicole Pelt, who plays Katara, is, and Noah Ringer, who plays Aang, is. Yeah, aren't they supposed to be like uh, like? Alaskan, basically. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the Fire Nation all, all, all Indian. Hmm. Which is a well, you know, you can't, I don't know that movies are always movies always get changed in some way, whether you like it or not. Like the the new Kane and Lynch movie coming out, they they're thinking about getting Jamie Foxx to play Lynch. That would be awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't hey, see. Hey. I I think he would not look like him, but I'm sure he could act like him. He's a great actor, Thank but you. I don't know if he. He'd look like Lynch. This is what why you want to see it. You want to see these characters look like their TV counterparts. So that's why it's I kind of uh, I think of that. I imagine um, kind of his role from Collateral will kind of be in it because wasn't Lynch yeah. like the calmer one? Like and then Kane met up with no. Him? I don't know. Um, wait, I think Lynch was the one with the long hair. He was the one who yeah. had like heard a black house and, and just wake up after he killed a bunch of people. Lynch is the crazy one that was in uh, tablets. Yeah. Mm. Okay. was the one that was getting in, uh, getting done for life for murder, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, so, yeah. Kane Lynch does look like a good film coming out as well. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. I think Bruce Willis is going to be Kane, isn't he? Yeah, he's already, yeah. he's already said to be casted for it. So, that that's a good... I think that film... That film but he needs hair. He needs hair again. Well, only a tiny that's bit. That's no problem. <laughs> you know, just give him a week. He'll work it in, yeah. Oh, and quickly, just the very final thing. Um, all the reviews said it was rushed, it felt rushed. I think people need to understand, they're putting a whole first season into a two-hour movie, where it's an hour and a half, but yeah. they said they're going to add a, a, a half an hour stuff in. So that's a two-hour movie. I don't know what people are expecting. I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's going to turn out better than Dragon Ball Evolution did. That would not have to try hard to be better than that. <laughs> I could, I can make a film of my toes and it will become a better release than Dragon Ball I sn- I sneezed in a tissue and it was better than Dragon Ball Evolution. All <laughs> <laughs> more plot too. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe that, that, you know, yeah. that film. I can't believe I watched that. Yeah. Okay, before... um. We're going to move back into the gaming world. Oh, the good old gaming world. And um, we're going to head over to Mr. Christian from America again. Hey! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, um, what's well, going just... on? 
Well, you know, I got to always have a few things to talk about because, you know, I talk a lot. But the big thing that actually uh, <laughs> that just sort of that happened thing. today is um, there is, I guess, supposed to be support for USB storage devices for the 360 Ooh. that are coming out. So, like, you could use, instead of, and, like, it sounds really cool at first until you actually read up on it a little more. And then you see it's really, it's not, it's not going to replace the hard drives, those really, really expensive hard drives that they, that they sell. It's really just going to be like a little add-on for um, data. So what, what it basically does is each uh, storage device that you use has to, one, be completely dedicated to the 360. So you can't, like, put any other, like, music or movies that you download off the Internet or whatever. And... It has a maximum limit for each um, storage device of 16 gigabytes, and then which is less than the original 20 gig hard drive. But then you could double that up, and you could use 32, which is the that's the maximum. So you could really increase your hard drive space up to 32 gigabytes. So basically, it's like um, what do you call it? Like a portable memory card, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, just a memory card that you could use with two flash drives. Yeah, it's sort of well. I understand that the you know it's good to have a portable heart like a pen drive for your backup data, but mm. if it's gonna, wh how much are these uh, USB? Well, they're gonna be special USBs. They're gonna be like a no, no, just no, just any uh, just any old USB. Like I have a thumb drive on my keys that I plug in all the time to watch a movie off of. For yeah. example, any any kind of USB should work, but you have that limit of only thirty-two gigabytes added on, and it has to be at least one gigabyte. And there's going to be a system compatibility check to verify because if the flash drive or the uh, hard drive, whatever you use, is not at least one gigabyte, it's not going to work. I guess because it has to. They're, they're trying to sort of market it like you know um, the PS3. You can put exactly. The but the thing with the PS3, if I remember correctly, I think you could just use the hard drive completely, and you're not really limited to just a console or just a computer. You yeah. could just you, you could just use it. And this, you could only use it. You have to dedicate that whole hard drive or thumb drive solely to the 360 and you only have a 16 gigabyte uh, maximum for each for each drive and you can only use two drives so it's like it's it's a really cool step in the right direction but it's not exactly what it's not correct it's, it's not, not exactly the, what right it's, yeah it's not what people really want is it like they, mm -hmm. they I think people want it to be like the Sony's one, isn't it? Like you can put right. images. Right. Like, right. When I first read the title, I saw it. And I was like, "Oh, sweet! Now I don't have to get that 250 gig hard drive, and I have this terabyte hard drive sitting here full of movies, and I could just use that to save all my 360 data, and I'll never need a hard drive again." And that's clearly not the case this time. Yeah, they're gonna the long way around it, I guess you can say. Yeah, they will. I think at some point they they might have it that way to where you could just use any hard drive, but then I think they would start to reduce the prices of those Microsoft hard drives they sell now or just eliminate them altogether. But with yeah. this, even with this going on, we may definitely see a decrease in the memory units that they come with because they only have a maximum of 512 megabytes anyways. So those, the, and that's barely enough just for the uh, all the system updates that you have to get. So that's, uh, those are definitely going to be uh, fading, I think. Yeah. Okay, Um. so basically the 360 USB is going to be a bit of a bit of a no bit of a no no at the moment, I guess. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like it'll be. Well, I still use it. Yeah, probably I'll still use it. It'll probably still, you know, just experiment with it, see what I could do and what I can't do. But it's not going to replace your hard drive at all. Yeah. 
what and that's the... that's supposed to be coming out uh, this spring. There's this, I guess, there's a spring update coming up this year. Okay, so, I'm, yes. and what is it, March? So that that has to be between now and early May. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So um, I don't think I'll be looking at that myself. But anyway, we're going to move on. What's your other topic as well that you want to discuss? Um, let's so see. Uh, Battlefield Bad Company Two actually is game of. I don't want to say game of the month. It's it's top the sales chart this month definitely. It had uh, 2.3 million sold just in March by itself, right? By yep. correct. Yeah. And uh, I don't have the game, but I know Paul and uh, Daniel have it. Uh, how how do you guys like it? Oh. Uh, it. Well, me and Paul, I think me, I can. So well, we love it. <laughs> I think <laughs> mm-hmm. it's fun. It's the online, you know. Me and Paul just join on as a squad. I can see where Paul's going. I say, Paul, like, I'll wait up for me. I'm going to come up behind you and protect you, sort of thing, like give him some cover. Right. You know, we, uh, you know, we go attack one building, chuck some grenades in, blow down the walls, and say, Yo, I've got mm-hmm. a gun and I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, you know, right. We go through, we run around, we get in a jeep. You know, we go down the jeep, go down the jungle, go through some nice trees, maybe get a coffee on the way there. Mm-hmm. And uh, walk up the stairs in the building, go to sleep for a bit, then you realize that the wall's been blown open. So then, we have to attack. Yeah. Now that uh, <laughs> while he's doing all that Rambo action, I got my medic paddles, and I'll just throw down a health pack. He <laughs> gets shot, he dies. Bring him back to life. Get shot again. Bring him back to life. It's amazing. He, he is. Yeah. He is Jesus Christ. He don't call me Doctor Bear for nothing. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he is a walking, talking bear. Does it uh? Does it replace uh, Modern Warfare? Like, cause if I were to compare them, it seems like Modern Warfare is like the arcade shooter and you could consider Battlefield to be like the simulation. Totally. I think, I think, uh, I was saying like, you know, before the podcast that I think that Call of Duty now is just one of them games you can click in and join. Like mm-hmm. You can play and it's, Modern Warfare is a bit more of a, like a fanboy game, I guess you could say. It's more of that game that kids are playing, you know, like, because it doesn't seem as difficult compared to Battlefield when Battlefield is a bit more technical. Well, yeah, the, the teamwork in Battlefield is much more involved it's than Call of Duty because yeah. one person could carry a whole team in Call of Duty with like 40 kills. Yeah, and have it be that, easy. That's the bad thing about Call of Duty because it's so like one-sided. But with Battlefield, you don't know what the outcome. We, me and Paul were winning the match uh, yesterday on what was it? Uh, Rush was it? Yeah. On the r- Rush game type, and basically you have to go get the control points. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right, uh, like the top bomb. bomb. Yeah, and um, you know we were winning. And then all of a sudden, uh, it switched round, and we weren't. Well, I think it was Russia, wasn't it? The other team started winning back, and it just keeps changing. You know, it's not always. Um, oh, like, that was conquest, actually. Uh, but conquest. Yeah. yeah, you know, like it's always changing. It's always on the flow, so it's always quick, mm. fast pace. You know, speak to your squad, have your squad in, and sort of tactics. It's all about tactics. It's all about teamwork. This battlefield, and I think anyway, I've experienced no lag at all with battlefield, and I think that. I've, well, I did experience lag on the first time I did play it, but I don't know if it was just because at the time I was playing it, it was a bit, bit weird because you know American English connections sometimes don't like each other. But right, um, I think Battlefield is a much more superior game online compared to Call of Duty. Now, I think Call of Duty is a bit. You look at Battlefield, it looks outdated to Call of Duty. Like Battlefield looks so much newer. I know it is newer, mm. but like if you know what I mean, they both follow the same sort of concept. They're both future sort of shooting games. Modern right? warfare. Yeah, That's modern warfare. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, it's hard to say here because you've got the Call of Duty fanboys, which I used to be a really big Call of Duty fan, but you know, I've you know endured my way or encountered my way into Battlefield, battling it out, and I think it's an amazing game to be honest, and 
I the think campaign. I think the campaign's pretty good as well. I just like is it better it. than is the Call of Duty campaign better than uh, Battlefields or is it vice versa? I would uh, say that uh, action wise, so far I'm only in like three levels in. That I don't know. It seemed like the uh, Martin Call of Duty one had more like um, what's it called like set pieces. Like uh-huh. the no Russian scene was intense and like Battlefield doesn't have at least so far like the opening. I don't want to spoil it, but yeah. You can definitely tell something's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, but, it's uh, relating everything that happens in the opening. I think will later come out for the campaign. It relates to it. I think. Right. Yeah. But so, uh, um, there's no like big crescendo moments at the moment. But what I like is uh, every weapon you collect, like a different one you pick up, you get like sort of like a dog tag for it's like a collectible. So right. what I'm doing is like every person I kill, I'll run over to see if it's a weapon I haven't picked up. And if it isn't, I'll just pick it up really quick so I can get that dog tag. And I've already gotten, like, two achievements yeah. just for doing that. <laughs> that's it's just so fun, like, in itself. I don't know why. The online is definitely where it's at. And I would recommend, uh, I'm saying this to everyone who has an Xbox or PS3, pick Battlefield up. It's definitely worth it. And I don't know who's Hello? playing on guitar. Hello? Who is it? Hello? Oh, who's playing that? Who's playing on guitar? We're talking about games, not music. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well done, George. Look at that. Taking over the show. You come in, don't know anything about racing games, and you think you're a musical man. Who do you think you are, George? Who do you, Who think, do you are? think? I am the boss here. Bow down. Yeah. I, who do you think you are, Dan? <laughs> I'm the boss. But, uh, Leave me alone, okay? Don't pick up me, guys. <laughs> you guys right. think the success of, Call of uh, per- uh, Battlefield uh, is due to Call of Duty's very, very flawed beginning? With all the glitches and latency issues and unbalanced weapons, I you think, think that's why some people flocked? Because I remember for a while, like I loved Call of Duty until I got until my I think my 15th care package glitch map, and I just sort of stopped playing for like a month and a half just to, uh, See, until it all died down. In Battlefield, there's no like uh, glitches like that. You know, like it's uh, if it lags, it lags. You just lag. It's not like somehow there's going to be a tank on top of your head. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's more. I guess it's I don't know. Call of Duty, the online is really different. Actually, if you look at it, I think the Call of Duty's online now is sort of because yeah, I do agree sometimes like with what you just said about the glitches. It sort of made Battlefield look better, but on launch day though, Battlefield did have a lot of bugs as well. Uh, yeah. The servers crashed. So, mm-hmm. um, but I think every game on launch has that problem, doesn't it? They they prepare it, but it doesn't go to their. They underestimate how many. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how many people are gonna get it? Yeah, that's true. I think, I think to be honest, yeah, Battlefield and Call of Duty have two different titles. Uh, similar thing, you know, Modern War, but they play differently, and I think that's what differs from Battlefield. It's a fresh shooting game, you know. It's a, mm-hmm. you know, you might play the first Bad Company, but I played the first Bad Company as well, and I think it just feels refreshed, you know. It's like new, mm-hmm. it feels new to me, you know. So uh, yeah, it's it's different like that. I, I think All right, well. It- yeah, I'm sorry. Keep going. Keep going. No, I just think that you know, EA's done a good job, and Dice anyway. You know, they make Mirror's Edge and the you right. know, and uh, the previous. So it's it's nice to see uh, another shooting game that's different. You know, yeah. similar concept but different. So it's crazy that Mirror's Edge was such a good game too. Like you're a chick running across rooftops, and it, it was amazing. I don't know. Anyways, um, but speak central on the topic of modern warfare stuff. Um, what about Medal of the New Medal of Honor coming out? You gotta think about that game, because that's... The trailer is looking pretty cool, I think. But I haven't really about that gameplay. 
Yeah, I think... On the guy's beard. The beard fan. Yeah, yeah, the guy with the beard, he's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah cool. I think... Maybe. I don't mean yeah. I think Medal of Honor itself is, you know, it's such an old franchise now, isn't it? It's like, sort of died out. So, um... Mm. I think it'd be nice to see yeah, a refresher. So, um... Uh, yeah, I think I think EA have got some good shooting games. Well, Battlefield and then Medal of Honor is going to be sort of in later in the year, so that's going to give right. it two fronts in the shooting games this year. So I think it's, it's something to watch out for, I guess, if you're a Medal of Honor fan or you know, into futuristic shooters. Yeah. So we're gonna leave regardless of any regardless of any shooter that comes out, though, I'm gonna play Halo Reach beta all day, every day. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah, so <laughs> I just want to get the jetpack and. Fly around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, sadly to say that there's been too many men wounded in this podcast so far. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my banter. And we're going to move yeah. into the Dragon Age Origins with George. George, what's this article sort of done for you this week? Um, it's done quite a lot. It's kind of enlightened me because I don't really know much about it until a few days ago. Um, and just from looking at it, just from looking at the information, you kind of know what's going to happen. But it kind of helps if you've played uh, the first one. Um, so, really, it's it should be awesome. So is, this um, is an it's an expansion. Uh, yeah, it's an expansion oh, pack. Okay. All right, DLC. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the, what is that? Because I, I have not played Battlefield myself. I mean, not Battlefield. I'm sorry, uh, Dragon Age. So I don't even know what it's like really about. I'm assuming it's, it's like medieval times type of setting, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty much medieval sort of dark age stuff. Ah. Uh, with dragons and all that, you know, obviously. Yeah, what's, what's, what's the expansion called? Um, basically it's, it's sort of like, it's basically like just after, just after the game sort of ends, it's like a continuation sort of thing. Ah, uh, okay. Did they say like how big, you know, how long the game can be? Is it like a, a whole episode new, like Battle of, of Gay Tony for Grand Theft Auto, or is it just uh, is it smaller than that? Is it new? No, no like is it, be... it is it going to be like uh, an, is there going to be this and more episode of content like uh, Ballad of Gay Tony for Grand Theft Auto and Chinatown Wars, or is it just a uh, just a one time thing? And it, and how big is it gonna be? Um, how, how long would it take? Like, is it gonna be like a long expansion? I think it is a pretty big expansion because it's not. Um, it's like you, it's like on disc. You like buy it separately, um, mm -hmm. and you can you can choose to continue your game from your um, original uh, Dragon Age game or just start a new. Um, so it should definitely be quite big, um, giving quite a few hours of gameplay. And um, okay. the story is like brand new. Um, like I said, it's a continuation of sort of the plot, really. Because um, once things unfold from the first game at the ending, you sort of you're sort of left with you're sort of left thinking what's going to happen now. So this one sort of lets you sort of understand what's going on uh, straight after the first game. It's going to be pretty good, I think. Myself, I've been quite interested in Dragon Age. It's quite a long game by itself, anyway. So um, DLC, you know, it's good to bring out DLC, I guess. And if it's coming on disc, it's gonna be um, even, I guess, you get more hours out of for your money, I guess. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. Sounds pretty cool. 
So we're gonna head over to the bear, the doctor behind all the medipacks in the battlefield. Um, yeah. We're gonna go down into some conviction. So what's been dropping on your mind? On my mind is the Splinter Cell conviction demo, which released today, or as I like to call it, Pure Awesome, the video game. Oh, okay. <laughs> With um. I don't really know where to start. Uh, you guys haven't downloaded it, have you? That's Christian? Yeah, I got, yeah, I got it. I got it. And I have it, and I, I, I played it, like, just a little bit, because then, you know, I had to come here and waste my time on this podcast, but just right when you start. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you? How yeah. dare you? No Twinkies for you. <laughs> With uh, me, like, I've, I've been a action. big... Yeah, I've been a big fan of, like, the Splinter Cell series, and I stayed up really late. Just so I can get the demo at the first, like, possible time. Yep, yep, I was and, there, I was there. Yep, and then, uh, I, I had played, and then I was expecting more of, a, like, a stealthy approach, which, like, I didn't know they had also switched up the controls, so I had to rewind <laughs> everything. But since, yeah. like, I usually hide in the shadows, you could still do that and move cover to cover, but it's more of a Jason Bourne-esque, like, type of action-adventure. And he doesn't take crap from nobody. And it nope. seemed, just to me so far, that he moves a lot faster. Like, I try to run to cover, then overshoot my cover, and be standing out in front of three guys with guns, all looking at me. And I have nothing to do but say, oh, hey, what's that over there? And try to run away so I don't <laughs> get turned into switch shot up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But um, I'll I like your comparison to Jason Bourne. It's definitely just like that. Is really cool. Yeah, he also dresses like him too, which is kind of cool, mm -hmm. I guess. But, uh, <laughs> Maybe they have um, the um, same stylist. Yeah, I'm thinking that uh, I, I I don't know. I just can't wait for the uh, release date, get some uh, multiplayer action in, and just to uh, sneak around and snap necks all day. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'm definitely not gonna mess with you now, then, Paul. <laughs> I'll stick to the shadows. You won't even see me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd just be going for, a, going for a pee, and all of a sudden you come up behind me in the bathroom like, snap! Oops, see, now, see now you're implying that he's gay and hiding in the men's restroom. That's not very nice. <laughs> well, they least expect it. <laughs> I'm ready for it now. It's, Mark does it all the time, in the girls' bathroom. <laughs> uh, uh, don't you, Mark? Uh, uh, well, I don't do anything. <laughs> Say it. Sam Fisher. It's still voiced by the same guy, right? Yeah, that yeah Michael Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Yeah, like, I always forget his name. I just, I just always think of him as the guy from the teacher from Starship Troopers with the one arm. He was in. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in Starship Troopers. Yeah, 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 he's in Starship Troopers. That's where I first recognized him. God, George shot that bloody guitar. <laughs> <laughs> you still here? I'm like yes. halfway in the room. Why don't you just stop and listen to the podcast? I don't wanna. But <laughs> uh, before before um, things get a bit too tired down for the listeners, we're going into a longer mark tonight. We're gonna come from the Splinter Cell, and we're just gonna finish it off with good old me with the God of War. As um, most of you will probably know anyway, and I've you know majority of people have commented on the God of War free review is up, and I think. Well, not think, I know it's an amazing game, to be honest. And I think that any PS3 owner who hasn't played the God of War uh, or, you know, series or games or whatever, 
Um, God of War 3 is a fine game just to pick up anyway. You don't need to really even follow the story. The gameplay itself is amazing and the graphics, well, it's the best graphical detail game to date, to be honest. <laughs> is it better than, but is it better than Uncharted 2's graphics? Yep. It's really? It's much, really? It's much more, there's so much detail, you know. If, I don't know if you've seen some of the screenshots I've put with the re review, but, you know, you see, um, Gaia. Oh, Ga Gia? Gaia? Whatever her name is, the like a massive tree woman. Um, she, you can see all, you know the textures on her face, like on the bricks and mm -hmm. stuff. You know, it's really good. It, it's, it's sometimes it blurs, and you know when you run past it really quick and stuff, it that has like a little bit, bit of um, change, a difference from certain things. But the cutscenes, so you can't fault the cutscenes. The cutscenes have been really work, well worked on. Mm. So it's definitely a game I'm recommending to pick up um, this Friday, I think, comes out. So tomorrow it comes out in the UK. Well, maybe over there. Yeah, I think we got it on the 16th. Yep, along with uh, along with Metro 2033, which I forgot came out the same day. Yep, yep, that did come out the same day. I think Metro 23 comes out tomorrow as well for us as well, I think. Unless it, yeah, I think it does. How's but, it feel um, to always be getting the hand-me-downs of America? <laughs> <laughs> um... Pretty good. Um, not. <laughs> it's uh, it's quite weird that we get delayed stuff, but I guess that's how they want to market. I guess, isn't it? But I guess it ruins it because then the people can just check out gameplay before it comes out. Mhm. Mm so, yeah. And uh, yeah, so how's that cool sex scene in there? There's, there's got to be another one. There's a. Uh, there's got to uh, be another game. There's got to be one. There's a. It's got <laughs> the sex scene is a. Uh, Quite awkward if your parents are going to be in the same room when you're playing it. Were your thank parents God in the same thank God I'm not. No, they weren't, but I'm just going to stay it out to anybody that okay. does have that chance. It's a bit of a. Make sure you turn down your speakers as well because it's quite loud. Oh, really? Sorry. Right, yeah. You sound like it's like an orgy going on up in there or something. It's, uh, it's one of them. It's, uh, let's just say that it's, um,. Pretty not graphical in the way that you see stuff, but you do see some ladies' boobs. So, um, uh, God of War 3 does have nudity. I was going to put it in the YouTube uh, video, obviously, because there could be some miners that might um, get quite excited by virtual. Well, um, what age rating is it? It's an 18. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, God of War 3, the gore, the gore's not gory, but you know, it's got stuff in it that is gory, so it's an 18 for that reason. You know. Well yeah, I thought it was more graphic, because now you can actually see like organs and intestines and stuff, like when you uh, cut up in those, uh, I don't want to say minotaurs, I think it's like those half horse, half dudes, whatever yeah. they're called. Centaurs. Yeah, the centaurs. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it ended with a tour or something, but yeah, you like slice them open and you see like a liver spill out, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's... I, I just gotta say that if no one owns a PS3 yet, like, you know, I do recommend actually just getting a PS3 for this game. I, know it might, game. It, I might, it might seem like oh, that's a lot of money to spend on just to get one game, but this one game is definitely gonna stay in your memories for some time. And you, you know, it's, it's a good game. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, uh, definitely. You think it's up? It's uh, you think it's game of the year material? Yes, but I don't. You know, at the end of the year anyway, we will be doing our own game of the year. Uh, like yeah. folks, you know, like the best RPG and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I think in general, in the public votes, I I think the game might slip by in a few categories. I think because it's been yeah. released quite early. Yeah. If it was released, yeah. If it was released like September, maybe in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, yeah. Or September. Yeah. Summer or September. You know, towards like 
maybe when all the racing game titles are coming out, mm -hmm. launch a different game, bam, you got a different, you know, different game there. So it gives more. Yeah, yeah, good. But mm -hmm. at the moment, yeah, God of War Three's had a good launch. The only rival or competitor it's had is Metro Twenty Thirty Three, but they're both different games, and PS Three exclusive is God of War anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, so they... it's gonna do good sales. I would say on the PS Three alone, it's gonna do a few good couple of million. Well, yeah, it's gonna pass up uh, Battlefield 2.2 yeah. million easily. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna pass that. You know, you gotta think that God of War is very big in America and it's quite mm -hmm. big in the UK as well. Um, so yeah, I think it will launch well tomorrow, and I think it's already launching well in America. We will know by next week if it's in the charts or not in the UK and America. So we're gonna come to the end now of this week's podcast. I'm just gonna notify everyone that tomorrow in the UK, uh, myself, Mark, and George are going to a Lost Planet Two press event. Ooh, yeah, Yay. lucky, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um, a press only exclusive um, event, and basically we're gonna be going down there, free food, free drink, yeah. and um, that's what it is really. It's no no game, it's just free food and free drink. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even going to be playing games, we're just going to be discussing how much we like eating chicken. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, so write a review on each different type of uh, finger sandwich they've eaten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every cream cake and donut and everything. But um, yeah, we're going to go down there, do some gameplay videos, which will be quite exclusive. Um, we're also going to be doing some interviews. And um, yeah, basically we're gonna have some good footage coming up on the site on the YouTube, and that will be on the site uh, tomorrow evening or on the weekend. Uh, depends when we're actually allowed to upload the footage, because you got to think we actually are playing the full game here. So um, anyway, this has been push-dart.co.uk on the podcast as myself, Daniel Pepper. Make sure you tune in back next Thursday for some more updates in the game and film industry. Have a good week and um, send us uh, some emails in or what you're gonna be playing this week or on our Facebook page and. Happy gaming, remember. Good night, everybody. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> keep, keep pushing start. I really hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do the jet. <laughs>